right. <laughs> welcome, 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 everybody, to episode three of Coming Hot into the Box with Slice and Carnage. Yay, you Yay. made it. Thanks for coming. Yay, thanks for being here. Thanks and for thank being you here, for friends. listening to us. Um, Slice, how are you doing today? I am doing good. I just literally stopped. I've been working and then I'm kid therapy and then food and then here and here we are yep mind you she's a a half an hour away from her home to get here too so driving and then after this driving back home and then working tomorrow (laughs) and then working tomorrow but I got potatoes on my way here I got Ah. fries because my husband ordered me a side of fries with my grinder which I should state that a grinder is a sub or a hero or, or a, a hero or something in the state of Connecticut. We call it a grinder. I, I think it's because we have submarines in the water. So nobody wants to confuse a submarine with a sandwich. No, there's an actual reason why it has to do with somebody like an actual grinder of things like why, why do we mill. only why is it only Connecticut that calls it a grinder? Connecticut had a lot of mills, like thread mills, fabric mills, and I feel like we're taking a trip mills. down history. Right yeah, now. we are. We're, we're like, hey, we strap are. in, folks. This is now a history podcast. <laughs> we're we're living where the industrial stuff happened. <laughs> yeah. Um I think there's there, I think that's there. There, it's a relation. There is a relation. Is there really? I thought yeah. it was just nobody wants to mistake a sandwich and a actual submarine. Yeah, no. Well, oh. I mean that too. That too. I mean, we are home. The, the industrial submarine. thing is much, much more interesting than the whole like people yeah. are stupid. I'm gonna send this to you later. I swear, that's what it is. Actually, let me look it up now. Yeah, Google it now. We have time. Ah, ah. So, uh, thank you, Google. Uh, according to Bon Appetit. Some claim that the name for grinders, um, it was Italian-American slang for dock workers who were often sanding and grinding rusty hulls to repaint them. But the term most likely comes from the fact that they were harder to chew than normal sandwiches. That toothsomeness got translated into, uh, yeah, and that's where the, that's where the text is. <laughs> Well, that was a great half of story. Yes, you're welcome for that. You're Thanks, Google. So welcome. I can always rely on Google to give me the news that I need. Yes, yes. I mean, no hero, bias. sub, grinder, hoagie, you know, it's all whatever your choice. We're talking a lot about sandwiches right now. We are. But I do I, love I just sandwich. had it because we're, we're also a food podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> you get it all here, folks. You get it all. And just like Derby, we're not doing Derby we're not cooking we're just talking about it (laughs) uh yes that toothsomeness got translated into grinder since that's what your teeth had to do to get through a bite and only people in connecticut caught on to that because of the dock workers i think that it's not it's over to new york city too like new york city connecticut Mm. i don't know this is what this says don't don't I'm calling shenanigans. Okay, you could call shenanigans to eater.com. <laughs> How was your day? Um, my day was fine. My yeah. day was fine. My week overall has been very strange. I've I've had a lot of work drama. Things have kind of been way up and then way down and then all around. So, um, mm. yeah. You know, good times, but overall pretty good. Can't can't complain. Yeah. You know, I I've had some kiln issues recently, 
that is yeah. preventing me from doing a big art show for me tomorrow that I make a good amount of money and I because of my broken kiln I wasn't able to get the inventory up for that, so I'm dealing with that. But I'm okay with it. I've come to peace. I've come to. I'm glad I've come that you came to peace with it. I made peace That's with rough. it. That's rough. It is pretty rough, <laughs> especially like when you're, you know, trying to get your business out there. Yeah. No, I don't like that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I'm Boo. Just like, yeah. Just, boo melty things in a kiln. Yeah. Boo. It, I boo that. It's it's very sad, but it, it's gonna get fixed, and I'll I'll fire my stuff, and there it goes. We'll I be believe in you. Just fine. Oh, thank you, thank You're you. Welcome. I appreciate that. I'm here for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were you between you and uh, the other people in our our group chat, which is whiskey and grace. Uh, yeah, they were all uh, very much informed about my plate this week. <laughs> anyway, so episode three. Hey, we're here. Yeah, we're talking about episode three. And what we're going to talk about today is the cost of derby. The cost. Yeah. Of, you know, physically, mentally. Monetarily. Mm. Big monetarily. So, yes, the, the expense of derby. The expense. Yeah. The cost. The overall cost. So, there's a lot of costs, as, as we all know, that go into derby. I mean, there's just the gear and skates, dues travel expenses if you're traveling on a traveling team mm-hmm. gym membership you might need you might want to do which you might already have anyway but you know it's still a thing yeah there's a lot of it's a lot of i feel like a lot of the cost of derby is like the initial chunk of change you got to drop absolutely on derby absolutely will make you realize just how poor and how much you want something <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and and I know when freshies first start, they get there like a lot of places. Actually, I know that Bruce Boutique has packages that they put together for freshies or for fresh meat or for new skaters, how whatever you call them. There's actually other places that do that too. I was looking it up and there's Yeah, Mad Skates USA. Was that yeah, one of them? There was one was Empire Skates. Mm-hmm. They do one and Medusa Skates was another one that I found. Ah, oh, Medusa, not Mad USA. <laughs> Did you say Mad USA? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so I said written. <laughs> I thought you capitalized the U, so it was Mad USA. And so when I rewrote it, <laughs> I wrote it. <laughs> oh my god! Mad USA. It would have been Med USA. Medusa. Mad USA. <laughs> I'm keeping it. I hope everybody at Medusa skates and enjoys that. <laughs> Uh, anyway funny that is that is funny um you know what i noticed on these these um fresh meat packages that wasn't there when i first started or at least maybe i didn't look hard enough but they they do xxl now (laughs) are you still on mad usa (laughs) no looking at it i just Good. So, as you were saying about uh, these, yeah. Oh, packages. Anyway, the skating packages. I've noticed um, when I was researching them for the pod that they offer the XXL or Moxie thick pads in their oh, skating awesome. packages. They didn't have that when I was looking. But also, when I bought my skates, I bought my skates when everybody during the pandemic was buying skates. Yeah, right. So right. there was a lot of low inventory right. in a lot of places. Yeah. Uh, the skates that I bought were basically because of 
there was like only certain skates available. Um, but yeah, they have um the bigger pads. That's awesome. Yeah, because when I bought mine, um, because I'm a thick lady and I needed the double XL, and I didn't realize that I needed the double XL until I got the new skater package and none of my pads fit. Mm. And that was a bummer. That is that, that's a real bummer. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember that too because we you, we had loaner gear, um, which. That does help with the expense of, you know, when we have our freshie recruitment, we have loaner gear that we can give out to interested people so that when, you know, they come in, we have people donate their old gear, or their used gear, or even freshies that have just bought new gear and then it just doesn't work out for them. They, they mm-hmm. sometimes don't donate it to the league. So we loan out gear and it's usually not very good because it is usually used <laughs> old gear, but... Oh, we- like we have some decent ones in there but we oh, definitely yeah. have some older ones in there that, yeah uh... but at least they get a chance to um test it out before they try it and kind of know what is going to work for them better and mm-hmm. so that's one thing but yeah definitely you know your freshy packages I think that's the way a lot of people start out though is to see if they mm-hmm. can get that kind of package and for those of you who aren't aware, for any reason, like a like a freshie package would include your skates and then your helmet, wrist guards, elbow pads, and knee pads. Yes. Um, it does not include a mouth guard typically. Um, that is something you'd have to purchase separately. Um, when I was doing a little bit of research, the range from freshie packages range from like two fifty to nine hundred dollars. I think in the big difference there tends to be the skates, the kind of skates that you're getting. Yeah, the skates are the plates. Skates the plate, plates, the yeah. Plates on the skates. That rhymes. Plates on skates. Plates on skates. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the initial the initial investment is big, especially if you're on a budget. Yeah. Um or your birthday isn't around the time that you start Derby. (laughs) And you can just call in all the favors for birthday presents like I did. Um, So that is certainly a big investment, but I will, I think they're great. They're great for what their purpose is, is to get people started and to get some preliminary gear. But I feel like a lot of times it doesn't last very long, like, or the skates aren't great and, or they don't maybe fit or aren't very comfortable. I mean, I could, you know, I've just different things that I've heard over the years. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think it has a lot to do with your feet. Um, because my, I got the, the skater package when I first started and I, my, I have a wide toe box. Mm -hmm. I like, I need the wide toe box so those my original skates that I used I didn't use them very long before I was like okay I'm, I am really invested in Derby, but I need to really invest in some different skates because my feet are dying but the skates that I got from um the package another skater skater uses now oh that's awesome yeah so excellent yeah yeah, yeah and I, mean, I and I do think that that's it and especially when you are getting into derby and and getting into gear which we're going to have a whole separate episode on but like you learn initially like wow this doesn't feel right for me or this doesn't feel good for me and then you're going to have to be like okay well I probably need different knee pads or I definitely need to get different skates because of the way my foot is or mm-hmm. you know this and that or if you were a dumb dumb like me and realized that you ordered a size smaller than you should have <laughs> <laughs> that also doesn't help which 
is why it's a really good idea if you're going to buy skates, go in person to try on skates. And if you can, if you can. If Absolutely. You're, if you're near somewhere within a reasonable amount of drive, please go somewhere and try on skates before you invest in skates because they're so stupid expensive. Absolutely. And you get it in the mail and you're so excited and you try it on. And you're like, oh, shit, this is like small. And then you have to make the decision like I did of do I still skate in these or do I try to send them back? And I was a dumb dumb and I was just like, I'm just going to keep skating in them. Yeah. Yeah, and that was painful. But like the right gear can definitely yeah, and it, it really is a good idea if you can if you can buy it in person, go in person. Absolutely, yeah. You know, those specials that you see online exist in the store too. Yeah. So go go try on stuff that you're going to spend so much money on. That this is a special message for anybody thinking about starting roller derby. Yeah. And like with I know a lot of recruitments are coming up, so yeah, I bet there's a lot of people out there right now that are like. I want to do the thing. I'm going to learn all about the thing. And that's how they found us. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> so um, I did a little research on skates just to kind of give everybody an idea of like what you might be getting into. So like the lowest or ch- like most cost effective skates that I found were like, like 135, 150 or so <clears throat> mid range skates. I, feel tends to go for like 350 to 500 mm-hmm. and then like your high-end fancy dancy skates those tend to go for like 800 plus yeah and those fancy dancy skates a lot of that cost has to do with the plates too on that one too yeah i mean you're you're buying your boot and your plate because especially when you get to the higher end skates it's just like you're buying the boot and then you're also buying the plate separately yeah, it's yeah which another topic too is you could buy two separately you can buy your boot and you can buy a plate i mean you would have to like talk to people who know what they're doing yeah. but my my boot and my plate did not come together yeah my my second pair of skates did not my first mm-hmm. pair did then my very first pair of derby skates did but when i got when i decided in 19 2019 <laughs> that, that was uh, like the 1900s yeah it's in the 1900s <laughs> <laughs> way back, back in my day before titanic sing <laughs> um but back in 2019 i had decided to get new skates for myself cuz i'm like you know what i'm with this new league and i'm like i i really need new skates i have painfully flat feet and like a lot of issues with my feet so I need to be able to skate with my custom orthotics and the skates I had were getting pretty old and also like would not fit my orthotics so that was another expense but I needed orthotics for everything (laughs) not just skates I skate with um insoles and yeah with the the inserts because I have plantar fasciitis yeah I have that doesn't like to go away yeah ever yeah, super fun. Yeah, it's great. I love it. <laughs> Yay, feet. Yay, feet. Feet suck. But um, when I got my new skates, I got my boot, and then I got um, the Arius plate that has a butterfly bearing instead of, like, a circular bearing. And that has been challenging to mm. uh, adapt to, believe it or not. But we're not going to get into the anatomy of skates today. We're not. Uh, but I will tell you that plates will go for anywhere between like, you know, $100 to like $400. Yeah, they're, they can be stupid expensive. Yeah. Yep. 
Yep. Yep. They can get stupid expensive. Mm-hmm. So you got your skates, right? And th- that's really that's a really important part because they are the workhorse, obviously. It's, it's yeah. called roller derby for no reason. And for... if you're getting your rental gear from a, a skating rink <laughs> and you're using skating rink rentals, <clears throat> you're not going to want to skate on those very long because... They are not derby skates. They're not derby skates. And they're going to give you the wrong impression of what you can do on skates because, Mm -hmm. you know, they're not adjusted to skating for derby. Right. So if you try to go and skate and you're like, I can't turn. Is that me? And you're like, oh, you're not wearing skates that are adjusted for you. Right. Yeah. Those skates don't have any give. There's like no turning. There's no turning in them. Nope. Yeah. There's there's none. (laughs) So, yeah, it's. That is really the biggest initial investment that you want to get because derby gear can last you for a while, but the skates, you want to get good skates. Yeah. But I will say the things that you should invest the most in are your knee pads and your helmets. Hells. Yeah. Oh my God. Cannot stress that enough. Do not get, first of all, don't get a cheap helmet because it's your goddamn brain. Like you only got one brain and you know, you fall in derby and I've made enough faces in my life when people have fallen on their head. And I'm just like, Ooh! There, there is a smack of a helmet on the ground that is, you know it when you hear it of like, that helmet will need to be replaced. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the telltale smack. You will hear it and it will probably come from yours. <laughs> so <laughs> please get a good helmet. Yes. As a person who has gotten a mild concussion from... A good crack to the helmet. Yeah. Yeah. It's important. Um, It was a minor concussion and not like a major concussion. And also because you only got, you only got two set of knees. We've already discussed that. Yeah. Yeah. You can't keep having surgery and taking people's knees. That's right. It's true. It's just not. It's not fair. It's not polite. It's not polite and it's not fair to the other people who needs knees. It is not proper. I'm not entirely sure if I even said that. Needs knees. Needs knees. They needs knees. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I really feel like proper knee pads or like comfortable cushiony knee pads do a lot for new skaters, like in their yeah. confidence to fall. Because so many times as a coach, it's just like what's holding a lot of skaters back is in their head. They just don't want to fall. And you have to get over that. And I think part of getting over that is getting good knee pads. <laughs> yes. And let me let you people in on a little secret. Ooh. The thicker the knee pad, the better your knee taps will be. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you're someone like me who fucking hates knee taps <laughs> with a fiery burning passion... You want to get really thick knee pads. And the best ones are the 187 killer pads, yes. the derby ones. Yes. You're like, you only go down like halfway and it's like, bam, knee. What is that saying? The higher the hair, the closer to God. Yeah. The the thicker the knee pad, the closer to the floor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's great. I love, I, the best investment I have made has been the knee pads that I have. And I know that there are some people out there that are in a different camp than that, um, that don't, that the thicker the knee pad, the thicker the knee pad, right? Like Mm -hmm. the more cushion, the thicker it is. And sometimes if like you're 
on the smaller side, you have a smaller frame, um, thicker knee pads, thicker knee pads. I went thicker, thicker with two C's, thicker, 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 thicker knee pads. It becomes difficult to do like crossovers. That's true. You know, just to get the swing around and, or if you have, uh, tight, tight hips, like mm-hmm. if you have tight hips and thick knee pads, uh, a crossover is going to be challenging for you until you realize the proper way to do a crossover to where like your hip is a little bit more open. Cause I had that problem. Cause right. I got, I have tight hips, I have big ass thighs and I have thick knee pads. <laughs> <laughs> the triple threat. Triple threat. <laughs> that was triple thick, triple thick. Sorry. Triple thick yeah, with well, three C's. <laughs> it's your, your threat on the trick. <laughs> threat on the trick. Yeah. She's not afraid to fall. And she got thick legs. You're not getting by her. <laughs> <laughs> I am not afraid to fall, as the other day told me. Yeah. I was just like, wee. So just to kind of run down a little bit more research, because, folks, I did research for this. You today. did do research. I am just entertained so much by the research that you're <laughs> throwing at me right now, because I got, I got nothing. I did, like, a full, like, proper document. <laughs> <laughs> And I have tips and tricks on how to play the system. So continue. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and we love that too. So, I mean, this is all if you're buying new, of course. Um, but it, I find that if you're playing regularly, you're probably going to need to replace your gear. Like I'm talking, when I say gear, I mean like your knee pads, your elbow pads, your wrist guards. You're probably going to have to replace your, your wrist guards the most. Yeah, I've already replaced mine. I've I've probably gone through maybe three or four sets of wrist guards. Mm-hmm. And that's with me only playing, as we've mentioned, <laughs> two to- full seasons and two half seasons of Derby. Total three, three seasons. But, I mean, I've been on skates otherwise, but, like, not aggressively like I'm playing the game. So with wrist guards, wrist guards tend to be pretty inexpensive. The low end is, like, $12. Mid-range is, like, $28. And high end is 50 I'm like mid-range girl all day long. Like the mm. 28, the ones that the $28 range, I find that's like a good bread and butter because they hold up well and you don't need to spend like super lots of money on them. Yeah. I think there is a quality difference in wrist pads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for sure. Because sure. yep. the cheaper you go, the more likely you're going to lose that insert Yep, that's in the wrist pad and you're going to lose it during a game. Oh, yes. <laughs> when you least want it to happen, that's when it's going to happen. Yeah. And sure. then you, I think I um, splurged on mine, my wrist pads, my newest ones, not my original ones, because I wanted ones that I could wear my watch with it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, that's what yeah. I got, why I got the ones I got yeah. now, and it doesn't work. <laughs> I'm like, cool, 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 cool. That's why I got stretchy, like these stretchy bands. I, I need just, a stretchy like, band. Shove it up my arm, and I can still wear my wrist guards. Yeah, stretchy see, bands. That's what. I, okay, that's Amazon, what I need. Man. No, I totally need like that. Seven yeah. bucks for like three of them. I, oh fuck, I'm doing that. Yeah, sure. I know. I, I like. A, I love a good sale. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing that I've replaced the most uh, would be my knee pads. I would say is second. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's super fun for me that. I haven't met anybody else with this type of problem except for one skater. Her and I tore had knee surgery like right around the same time, but hers was on her right knee and mine's on my left knee. And the surgery, I think she had ACL tear. Uh, it was triple D. 
Shout out to Triple D, who I think went through that same surgery as me right around the same time, um, was we had to wear a brace on our leg that had the surgery on it. Um, so I have this like apparatus that I wear every single time I skate because, again, we've already talked about the knee thing. Um, but I need a bigger pad to go over that brace. Mm hmm. So I have an extra large on my left and a large on my right. So I have to buy two sets of pads every time <laughs> I need to replace one. Oh, that's a bummer. It's a super bummer. So I've like started spacing it out. So I'm not like buying like two sets of pads at the same time. But like <laughs> it really sucks. Or you can get a brace for your other knee or two <laughs> knee braces. And then you'll always have. I think it's more actually more cost effective if I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. With in this economy. <laughs> well, I just bought I have all new gear, so I'm all good for a long while. That's good. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. I do I wear like a knee brace, but I have I have the extra large um pads, the one eighty seven derby ones. And they there's like it goes between three different sizes. So like nice yeah so it, it it's like i use the 2x on this leg and then the 1x on this leg so it's like but it, they're the same pad it's nice that is very cool yeah hmm. mm-hmm. i don't know if mine do that i should probably look into that you should. <laughs> <laughs> there's adjustable foot oh anyway so for good knee pads i mean so for knee pads you can get them as cheap as 32 dollars. i definitely don't recommend those Mm-mm. No offense, because the what happens is those are tend to be very thin. You will feel that fall. Yeah, I remember when I was a freshie and starting out, and there was a couple of freshies that started with me that, and I remember one of them was wearing. They were like almost non-existent pads, like they were so thin. I was like, oh, yeah, that's 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 a- not gonna work nope not not pleasant at all and here i am like i feel like i need more pads like i need to be like like a roller hockey pads (laughs) i just from head to toe just that's what i want the so then you have triple eights are at like 50 bucks uh right around there and then you have your killer um 187 killer pads uh those are my go-to pad they've always been my go-to pad and uh yeah that's what i have i love them they're yeah, fantastic. They're good. They're good <laughs> and and then your helmet. I've gotten many helmets over the years. God damn. Helmets are another thing. Helmets. Uh, I definitely have a lot of helmets. Your S1 Lifer helmets, about 80 bucks. You can get some for less than that out there um, that are different than the S1 Lifer. Um, then you can get ones that range up to from $90. There's a lot like $90. And then $154 was the most expensive one that I, that I saw out there. And that had, is that just like a plain helmet or was it the ones that with like the face shield? It was the one with a face shield. Yeah. And glitter. (laughs) And glitter. Face shield and glitter. Yep. And you know, I will say I, so I was coaching uh, my old team uh, and during the tournament game that we were playing, one of my players got hit in the nose and broke her nose and she skates with a visor, a helmet with a visor on it. And yeah, I think more people need to do that. <laughs> yes. If, especially if you're on the shorter end. Yes. You if, should definitely have a visor on your. I agree. Yeah. If you jam. If you jam and you're a smaller person, I would recommend it. 
Yeah, because you're there's so many people are trying to block you from going through, and even though it is illegal, elbows happen. Yeah, you know. Ex- yeah, derby happens, especially during practice. Yeah, that person will get a penalty, but you'll also get a broken nose. That's right. Like <laughs> one will get thirty seconds to suffer, and you will have a while. So thirty days or more. <laughs> thirty days or more. So if you are on the shorter side and you jam, probably a good idea to get a helmet with a visor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely agree on that. For sure. I know it is. I know it is pricey, though. It, it is, is pricey. pricey. But you know, broken nose. Broken nose. Again, in this economy. In this economy, who needs a broken who nose? Who needs a broken nose? Nobody can afford that. Broken noses are going up. <laughs> I can't even afford to go to the clinic. <laughs> Word. <laughs> who can? <laughs> who can? <laughs> uh, your cheapest thing that you're probably going to buy is a mouth guard. It is. And let me drop another tidbit of please. information oh, on you. If you go to the, is it Sisu? I think Cisu? it's Sisu. Is it Sisu? If you go to the Sisu website and you go on their sale tab, you will find all of their clearance ones. And they're only on clearance because they're just outdated colors ah. or something. Like, if you don't care about the color of your mouth guard, Sisu clearance. That's that's where you're at. And some people definitely do. Yeah. Yep, I do. <laughs> mine's pink. Mine has to be red. Oh, mine's pink. Yeah. yeah matches, my, matches my skates. My skates are red. My skates are pink. There you go. See? There you go. Oh, today together we make Valentine's Day. Oh, we're the cutest. We're are the cutest. We're so cute. Look at us go. Oh, we're so adorbs. We are adorbs. <laughs> okay, we're just va- walking Valentine's skating Valentine's Day everywhere. <laughs> Love is in the air. So the other thing, and I keep saying it's like, oh, and then also you're replacing this a lot too. Wheels. How many people if just just think out loud now, how many pairs sets of wheels do you have if you've been skating for more than five years how many sets of wheels do you have do you still have in your possession i have six sets of sets yeah sets like groups of eight (laughs) i have a lot yeah you accumulate wheels like crazy and it's really good to keep them organized of what each one is yes yeah if you're For good sure. at that, keep them organized. Be like, oh, these are my outdoor wheels. Or, oh, I'm going on a slippy, slippery floor. These are my 84s. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And the higher the number, the harder the skate. The lower the number, they're softer wheels. Mm-hmm. Outdoor wheels tend to be in like the 70s. And Yeah, I think mine are no, 60s, 60s and 70s. Oh, I haven't seen them as low as 60, but yeah, okay, I could, I'll buy I it. I want to say the pulses are, maybe they're 78. Yeah, most of them are like 78, 76. I they were down into the 60s. Mm. I could be wrong, though. I'm I'm wrong often, so. <laughs> <laughs> so. So you got lots of wheels. Wheels tend to go, lowest price wheels I found were like $17. Uh, you could pay up to like $175 for wheels. And those are like alloy wheels. And that's insanity. <laughs> and was it like, is it four or is it eight? No, it's for eight. Oh, okay. I was going to say, be careful when you're buying wheels because you'll be like, oh, I'm getting these wheels. And you put it in your cart and you check out and you get them in the mail. And there's only four. And it's only four. You need there's eight. There's only four. You need eight. Yep. Definitely need eight. <laughs> you need eight you have of two, those. You have two skates. <laughs> And mistakes have happened and they only sell them in groups of four or in packs of four because some people skate with different hardnesses on their skates i do yep so do i yeah i skate with 99 95s 
I do 88s and 98s. Oh, wow. That's a big jump. I do the softer wheels on the pushing side of crossovers and then the um, harder side on the outsides. So Very nice. Yeah, I looked it up. It works for me. And I don't have to change my skates between floors. Yeah, I mean, and it really is what works for you. And if you are curious about what wheels work for you, ask around to your team to see who has different hardness wheels. So, and maybe they'll let you try them. Mm-hmm. Um, that was something I would recommend. Because uh, what I use, other people might not. It depends on skill level, too. Cause some For people- sure. I know as a freshie, I was like, I want the stickiest wheels possible because I don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. Because that gave me stability. Yeah. And I think that's true. But then you'll get to a point where you're going to outgrow that feeling. I did. Yeah. I did because I was actually making it harder for me to do skills. Yes. Because I was going too slow to do the skill. Like some skills are just easier to do if you're if you have speed behind you. Right. Oh, so, yeah. For sure. Yeah. There's so I... I got out of that pretty fast, but when I was like brand new, yeah, like could not skate. I was like, just yep. don't die, don't die, don't die, don't die. And then you have some extraneous things like your shin guards. A lot of skaters, especially jammers, again wear shin guards. But really, I have seen all sorts of people wear shin guards because your shins get tore up from the floor up. Mm-hmm. Yikes! That's why some people like Whiskey Mermaid wear. <laughs> The sock. Long socks. Yep. Because it's just the wheels slide off of the socks faster than they slide off of your legs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And those of you who went, well, when I first started derby way back in the derby days, uh, when derby was a lot of fishnets and sh- booty shorts, <laughs> uh, not that it isn't now, but it's far less than it used to be like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, wearing fishnets. God bless you if you still do. That hurts when you fall. It, I like, it. If you fall and slide <laughs> on fishnets, oh. yeah, you get fishnet burn. I have gotten fishnet burn before. It is unpleasant. Do not recommend. Huh. <laughs> yeah, it's it makes a really really cool looking injury though. <laughs> I bet I didn't. Even, I never even thought about that. But I am even if fishnets were still around, I wouldn't be where I personally wouldn't wear them. Just yeah, because like I have chub rub and. I don't need that. I don't need that in my life. So shin guards, gaskets, like um, to wear like your knee gaskets. If you have knee injuries, those are available and not necessarily cheap. Um, Ankle booties. I love my easy fits. Like, do you know what the ankle booties are? I've seen them. I don't know what they do. So they basically just cradle your like from your arch through your ankle up to like where a booty sock would be like so just above your ankle so it basically is like a wrap for your heel and your ankle and for me it helps keep my foot from sliding around too much in my skate so it like makes my foot a little bit more snug Hmm. and prevents me from getting certain blisters too so i would it help with heel slip Yes, I think it would. Oh, no shit. Maybe I should get some of those. Yeah, I mean, a lot of, I, I know a lot of skaters do skate with them, and I would, I definitely recommend them, especially if you're having things like ankle, like heel slip, mm. for sure. I would check. Do you uh, skate with socks or without socks? With socks. Okay. Yeah, I, so right. I would wear my socks and then the ankle booties. Okay. Because I think I've seen people wear those and then not wear socks, which yeah. is. Yeah. I, I a am choice. not a, I cannot wear, no. 
No, I need to wear socks with my skates. can't do it. I cannot do it. I tried it once and I was like, nope, never again. No, this I- is this is not. For me. It, it was like swamp ass for my feet. Yeah. It was so gross. Swamp feet. <laughs> yeah. And if you do skate without sock, you know, that's your choice. Hey, that's, hey, you do and you. We're, we're not here to judge you. That's right. Oh, hell no. You go out there and you do the thing. You have your swamp feet. You have your swamp feet. <laughs> They're yours. Yeah. They're yours. I will not take away that right from you. <laughs> and And then you have bearings. Sometimes at some point, especially I feel like with jammers who are doing everything they can to go super fast, your bearings might need to be changed out in your wheels. And those can cost like several dollars, (laughs) several tens of dollars. (laughs) Yeah, especially depends on the bearings that you want. I know some people like to change out to like the ceramic. Yeah. Which are like a lighter and go faster, I have heard. Mm. And those are very expensive those yeah. are expensive bearing yeah for sure or you can just go with your basic reds yeah go yep. with your reds i skate on swiss bones yeah swiss bones too i like swiss bones why not yeah. you know i'm not going fast i don't care <laughs> <laughs> and i i like to skate quite fast when i can it makes me feel it's like my best feeling and then on top of all that it's all the derby apparel your your uniforms, your scrimmage shirts, your t-shirts that you have to buy at every bout or event. Mm-hmm. Um, all yeah, the, the derby clothes. shirts pile up. Oh, derby shirts pile up. Yeah, because you go to a bout and you're like, well, I need a new derby shirt. And I love their design. So, yep. Yep. Every time mm-hmm. they just pile up. It, it gets you. It gets you. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes they just have really cool shirts, have like cool like phrases on them. I know like the, especially when um, teams do the pride gear. Yeah. Yeah. They always do some cool stuff for that. Absolutely. Yeah. I like to buy people's pride stuff. So if we've frightened you with all these prices and numbers, and and this is speaking U.S. dollars, all of the amounts that I've said today is in U.S. dollars, there are other resources out there that you can utilize instead of buying new. Absolutely. So a lot of leagues might get donations. And like I said, with loaner gear, and but then there are also um, Facebook groups out there that do derby, like sell your old derby gear, basically. Yeah. Or people who have people who retired from derby will sell their gear. Um, people who've bought new gear will sell their gear. Um, people who've been injured and no longer play we'll sell their gear um what's another uh and also another place before you go on to facebook ask the people that you skate with if in your league if anybody has possibly your size skate yeah absolutely Just sitting around because some people might have it yeah you never know it's happened a couple of times in our league but as far as Facebook groups go, um, there is Derby Gear for Sale. Uh, Derby Deals is another one. And then there's Buy, Sell, or Trade Roller Skate Gear, which sometimes just has regular skates, like your artistic skates. And then so- sometimes it has Derby Gear on there. But you'll find both. But you'll find much cheaper option to go and get used, especially if you're starting new. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is... This episode is definitely a love letter to anybody who's just starting out that, you know, there is places out there. You don't have to get the most expensive thing on the market. Absolutely. Your skates don't have to be the most expensive skates. Mm -hmm. There's places out there that 
that make it affordable to join Derby. Absolutely. You know, it's, and you can get better gear as you go. Yeah. And it can be piecemeal. Like, like we mentioned, I mean, you don't have to get everything all at once and you'll need different things at different times. Right. And you know, you'll make friends in your community of Derby and there's a lot of swapping going on like if you need outdoor wheels one day like hey does anybody have these outdoor wheels and somebody guaranteed somebody has those wheels that you can borrow yep i've definitely lent out my wheels to many a skater yeah oh i'm pretty sure i haven't gotten some back (laughs) i i know i haven't gotten some yeah i know i haven't gotten some back too but i mean and that's okay. I know where they are. I don't need them. But I feel like it's really important to stress that if if you're sitting there and you're thinking about doing derby and you're really worried about the cost, like it it can be cost effective. You just just go. Yeah, absolutely. Just, just go, go to re- just go to recruitment because a lot of places will work with you yep. and help you because we need players. We can't play the game unless we have players. And, or, and NSOs and referees. Absolutely. You know, even just get into the league. Yeah, for sure. Before you start skating and learn the game. Oh, God, boy. Would I love to see that more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, aside from the monetary, we also have, like, the personal cost. I know that a lot of skaters take this very seriously, even if they're doing it just for fun. Of course, when it comes to game day, they take it very seriously. And sometimes maybe you don't perform as well or you see that you have progressed a lot at one point and then you plateau because that happens to everybody. Mm -hmm. And then you get frustrated because you've plateaued and you're stuck on a certain thing. I've seen a lot of people get really stressed out about that and like get really down on themselves and hard on themselves and... I think that that's part of the emotional cost that Derby can take is that you want to be so good at it. You want to do your best at it. And sometimes you just don't feel like you're at your best. And sometimes you're not at your best. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. a lot of factors there. But I think that can bug people and kind of make it counterproductive to what it's supposed to be, which is fun and challenging. I think once you realize that everybody has their mental struggle in derby that everybody is always working on something and that nobody is so confident that they're just perfect that they think they're perfect like everybody when you realize that everybody has that it becomes less of a burden i think on on you yeah to be absolutely. to be perfect you don't have to be perfect you know, nobody goes into derby thinking that they're going to be perfect at it everybody has their thing everybody has their thing that they're working on everybody has their stress and it's it's okay yeah it's definitely okay and I think it's part of the journey but Mm -hmm. that's definitely a toll that it can take and and if you maybe don't have a great support system around you at home or what have you if you're having a rough day and then you have a rough day at derby and like Mm -hmm. it can kind of spiral out from there I've had, I've definitely had that happen where I had just like a rough day and then I went to Derby. I cried. That was, it was when I had, when I did knee taps in front of people and it was like when I was like really new Uh, and I was trying to do knee and I was like, I was so sad. Yeah. (laughs) And I just took it out on my, I, it was just me taking it out on me. Right. You know, if I think we, we become our own worst enemies sometimes yeah yeah and that's okay and that's okay yeah and I mean and and it is a mental stress to like 
for when there are tryouts. We have a lot of anxiety, a lot of mental stress on that. Or if like, depending on how you handle like your stress before a game, like there's a lot of things that you kind of need to that. I think it's with any sport. You have mm-hmm. to look at that challenge head on and it's really difficult sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I think the reason why a lot of people stay in Derby is because the the good outweighs the bad. Oh, the bad cost of, of the mental toll that being part of Derby could take. But oh, that- yeah. Heavens. Heavens. Yes. Yeah. I, I do think that sort of mental mental stress or mental cost is it doesn't last very long typically it usually is like a little funk or yeah or a period a period of time that you're going through which can be challenging so mm-hmm. if you're going through it don't give up because it has so much more to give and also don't compare yourself to others oh god please don't compare your progress to somebody else's progress yeah it's it's a challenging it's a challenging ask it is. It's easier said than done because I'm guilty of it. I am totally guilty of comparing myself to others. Yeah, same. And when, especially doing something that you love and you just want to progress and you want to do better and you come along and then somebody comes along and does a skill that you're working so hard to try to get and they just do it in the first try and it's like, this is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> How did you do that? Uh, but don't, don't do it. Don't, do not compare your how you do with somebody else because everybody's on their own journey everybody has the different things on that they're dealing with on their body everybody's body's different everybody works different everybody starts out in a different place some people start off knowing some how to skate some and some people start off not knowing so for sure your journey is your journey yeah embrace that shit embrace it bitch Wow, just right out there with that. I am. Just embrace that, embrace bitch. Embrace it, bitch. <laughs> I love you, bitch. <laughs> so on top of the personal, you also have, you know, finding that family time balance. A lot of derby players I know are juggling many things, many life things. Like oh, yeah. a massive amount of life things they've got kids and they've got multiple children and uh that are active in sports and off going off to college and work stuff and mm-hmm. all all of the things taking care of family members and mm-hmm. and and or and, or it's a player that's in school like actively oh in yes school. actively in school too for sure yeah so you're f- trying to find that family work derby balance i think can be can take its toll sometimes for sure it can joining derby definitely makes you realize that you have to become really good at your time management and you have to figure out your priorities absolutely you know because your priorities might be different than the person next to you you know some people might prioritize like their kids getting to the sports games over derby which is like but some people might not like it just your your priorities are what are yours and it you really have to figure that out when it comes to joining a team that requires you to be at practice two to three times a week and then on top of games Right, exactly. In the summer and stuff, like, you have to make sure that you're prioritizing the right things. Uh, And the right things for you. Yes. You know, I I don't have children, but I run a small business. I am a manager of 
uh, department at my my place of work. Uh, I have a husband. I have friends and family. But like <laughs> Derby is a huge part of my life. And I know that that's not the case for everybody. Um, I know that Derby is just, you know, people do what they can when they can. And that's completely cool. Like not everybody is going to be on the board. Not everybody is going to want that kind of level of involvement. And 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 that's cool that you do what you can or what you want to do. Um, but sometimes you get the people that <laughs> go go all in. And and sometimes that can be really uh yeah, I think time management, like you said, yeah, it, it's you need to make sure that you're prioritizing the things that you need to. <laughs> Absolutely, I would say like try if, try not to go all in. Like really, <laughs> balance is such a key thing in life. Like you need a balance in all things. You need balance for sure. You know, you can't go all in on work. You can't go all in on your hobby that you enjoy. You can't go all in on the sport that you enjoy. You have to have balance. So. As much as you want to be the person to say yes to everything, make sure you are setting boundaries. Yes, that is <laughs> very true. It's okay to say no to some things. I I say this with so much love in my heart because I am that person. <laughs> I I mean, I would I would try to make a joke here and say I'm not that person. Yeah. But uh, my husband sitting in the other room and would probably come in here and like point and laugh probably he would probably he would definitely point and laugh yeah. and be like that is a bold face <laughs> i think in what we have we have really supportive partners very yes and my husband is really good at like we're really good at communicating we're really good at making sure that each one of us have our thing we're also you know and spending time with my son and making sure that somebody is always there um communication i think it's the big one is the key and there are things that i don't do for derby because i'm like nope i have this is my family day i'm not doing anything yeah yeah so. and you have to have that mm -hmm. but yeah i i feel like balance in life is really important please you know make sure you find balance yeah be one with the universe center your chi center your chi man yeah meditate um, oh can't recommend that enough mm, also i try to meditate and i fall asleep yeah, that can, that can happen for sure. Yeah, sleepies. And then finally, the physical toll, the physical costs. Ouch. Yeah, I mean, we're going to do a whole episode on injuries, so I'm not going to really get into, like, injuries, but there yeah. is a physical cost to playing derby. Yeah. The the saying in derby that it's not if you'll get injured, it's when. When you you will get hurt. Yeah, it's, 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 it's. It's gonna. It's very likely. It's just like any exercise. It's you're gonna. There's gonna be pain, especially if you're just starting out doing something. There's gonna be pain from just moving your body and moving muscles that you've never used before. Right. Yes. Oh yeah. The muscle. The muscle pain. The muscle sure. pain is real, especially doing things. You know, hitting people and blocking and doing all of the. It's painful. Like, and it's. It's usually like two days later. It's not, it's, it's never the day after practice. It's like two days after practice that you wake up and you're like, oh, I can't move. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, or, that's fun. Yeah. Or you get like all these gnarly bruises on your legs and then like, <laughs> and then you're just walking around your house and you bump into something and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Your, your legs are like five different shades of black and blue. At least when I was playing, I was 
constantly. Like I had a hematoma on my ankle area for like a month. (laughs) (laughs) Cause it's always the same place that people will like hit you. Like when they're falling or like in your, in your pack, it just, Uh Oh God, I just kept getting whacked and whacked and whacked and whacked. It was awful. (laughs) But you know, they always make for good pictures. They do, unless they're in an inappropriate area. But even then, it could be even funny. Even then, it could be funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I and I, gosh, the worst, the worst is, now tell me, tell me all you out there, have you gotten a Gina Shina yet? Gina Shina. Uh, Gina. What's a Gina Shina? Oh, let me tell you. I'm so glad you asked that, Slice. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A Gina Shina is when you fall on a skate on your vagina like lands right there your the vagina just goes pop right onto <laughs> a wheel or you get kicked right in your vaginal opening the gene ah uh, let me tell you as unpleasant sounds unpleasant yeah, it's happened to me in case you haven't. Uh, no, I, I gathered. Yeah, I, I've had that happen to me. It happened to me like uh, early on in my derby career. And I still remember how that motherfucker felt. <laughs> I bet. It stays with you always. <laughs> it's unpleasant. <laughs> it sounds unpleasant. Luckily, you know, vaginas are tough as nails. And it hurts just for a couple days. And then it's like, okay, we're good. But like, oh, man. Yeah, your vagina took a pounding. You know, it does, but <laughs> <laughs> but that kind of pounding nobody should endure. No, it sounds unpleasant. <laughs> I've only had like really close where it was on my upper thigh, and it was because we were playing a game. I can't remember who we were playing, but um, I had three people fall on me, Oof. and. One of them, like a skate, went like right there. It was like so close. I was so close to having a China China. Yeah, was, uh, yeah. That yeah, was, uh. yeah, that was fun. But I like. I feel like just from practices, I just get bruises on my arms. Yeah, mostly. for sure, for sure. Mostly upper arms bruises, or like right on my chest if I get hit with a shoulder. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that shit hurts. It does. It right. does. And then if you do get injured severely mm-hmm. then there's obviously the monetary cost of physical therapy and surgery and copay in this economy in this economy who needs that <laughs> nobody so be safe out there kids and get yourself some good gear when you can afford it yeah it's yeah i mean it's just it's better to play pay for good gear than it is to pay for a hospital bill oh, at yeah. least in the good old us of a yep you know yep I, Here's looking at you, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and Finland and Sweden. And Finland and Sweden. And hey in the UK. Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole other conversation for a different day. Yeah. Sure is. <laughs> well, we don't have any official reviews today, correct? We don't, but I I did have a question. Sure. What is the one thing that you bought for Derby that nobody even nobody suggested that you buy for Derby that you that you just bring with Derby with you to play? Oh boy. 
Um, hmm. I always wear a bandana. You do always wear a bandana. Yep, I always wear a bandana whether I'm playing. And I saw, I saw a skater um, back when I skated with Hard who started wearing them. Uh, uh, Jersey bury her. <laughs> that was her name. I love that. Yeah. Shout out to Jersey if you're listening. Like she would always wear bandanas, and then I was like, "Oh my god, that makes so much sense." I was like, "Why are you wearing that?" She's like, "Cause I sweat a lot." And I'm like, "Oh my god, I sweat a lot." Like I think that's why she said it. I can't. It was like uh, 12 years ago. <laughs> right. So anyway, um, yeah, I always wear a bandana, not on my head, but around my neck, so that I can like mop up my sweat during mm. the game. Um, that and the ankle booties. I saw somebody else wearing them, and I'm like, oh, shit. I really need to, like, it feels weird not skating with them right now. I should get me some of those. Yeah, mm. but bandana and ankle booties. Nice. Mm-hmm. How about you? Is there anything that you uh, wear or buy or got that nobody told you to get, but you love and do it Period all? underwear. Oh, praise the period underwear. Period underwear. Yep. 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 Every time. Sometimes too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and it's not for your period. Nope. It's just in case you pee a little. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know, it's, I am so happy they have those now. Yeah, like, me too. <laughs> <laughs> As somebody that doesn't have a really great bladder, it's, uh, you know, with really somebody important. who has a shit pelvic floor. Yeah. Word. And you get hit. It doesn't matter how many times you go to the bathroom before game. <laughs> it's, you're still going to pee a little. Yep. Yep. It's going to happen. It is. So, period underwear. We hope you enjoyed our tips for the day. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> so I think that's it. I got. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. We've just been chatting away yeah we i i think that's all we got and i think that that's that that about wraps it up for us yeah you know what we would like you listeners to do get out there and be goddamn delightful so for now this is coming hot into the box with slice and carnage Bye. bye hey mom did you listen to my podcast what's a podcast